goddess story. Nothing but a goddess story. Nothing but the goddess for me, for you, together. This is a goddess story. Nothing but a goddess story. Nothing but the goddess for me, for you, together. Hello and welcome to El Callejón de las Diosas, the alleyway of the goddesses. I'm your host, Sam, and on this podcast, I tell stories that weave together liberation theology, goddess culture, and the craft, with occasional references to my vendetta against environmental destruction, because there is no planet B, and machismo, because it's deadly. Before we begin, grab your cinnamon buns and your holy water, get yourself some manzanita sol or some horchata, a taquito, a paleta, or an helado, and settle in. This is a goddess story, nothing but a goddess story, nothing but the goddess for me, for you, together. On a rooftop in Astartes and Inanna's territory, the archangel Gabriel was witnessing what some of our tias would call a desmadre. Miriam had just told las diosas that she wanted to make a baby, that she was doing it herself without their help, and then she had rushed home for dinner, leaving las diosas with absolutely nothing else to do but lose their heads. Isis was feeling attacked. A. It's not my fault I told her the story of how I made Horus. Plus, I'm not the one who told her how to grind up people, Siwakoat. Ah, see! Siwakoat brandished her molcajete in Isis's face. This molcajete is sacred. I created people with this. Exactly! You created people! And now, our little mijita is not only promised to a middle-aged man, but she's going to create an uproar, and she's not ready, and what are we going to do? Astarte was on the brink of tears. He's not middle-aged. He's 25. The Avinas was trying very hard to be optimistic. Seeing the genuine distress Las Diosas were in, Gabriel stood. They could really relate to what Las Diosas were going through. Another form Gabriel had been known to take was that of Queen Mother, appearing to the great mothers of the kings that had once ruled Inanna's and Astarte's territory, bringing them messages on behalf of Sabiduria. Gabriel knew the pain of mothering, and even though Sabiduria hadn't explicitly sent them, they took it upon themselves to step in. Hail, daughters of Sabiduria, they said, drifting down from the roof and landing onto the ground below. Las diosas immediately stopped talking, all turning to look at Gabriel. Goyolshauki raised one eyebrow. Gabriel swallowed. That was a lot of diosa power they had just decided to face, maybe they should have thought this through. 
And then, Tonanzin rushed towards the archangel, enveloping them in a huge hug. Ay, Gabriel, I'm so glad you're here. And with that, las diosas were back, to all chattering at once. Gabriel, does this mean Miriam needs to go to the underworld? Inanna was breathless. Gabriel, what are we going to tell her fiancé? Bast asked, whiskers twitching. Gabriel, Sabiduria is going to step in, right? I knew it. We aren't doomed, Diana exclaimed. Las diosas went quiet again, waiting for the archangel to speak. Um, Sabiduria is napping, Gabriel said knowing it would get them in trouble. Sabiduria is napping? Bridget's voice was dangerously soft. A. If you were the maker of the universe and you had the ability to answer prayers in your sleep, you'd nap too. Plus, napping is spiritually regenerative. Gabriel was defensive. Napping is spiritually regenerative? Coatlicue glared at the archangel. That's our little girl, Gabriel. Astarte's face was inches away from Gabriel's. You're the great messenger of Sabiduria, and here you are making excuses? Artemis's eyes were glowing silver. Without a word, Coyolshauki took off her aretes, handed them to Tia Venus, put on her rings, and started avanzando upon Gabriel, murder in her eyes. Gabriel quickly held up their hands. Diosas, diosas, please, please. I will go to Miriam. I will take the form of Queen Mother, and I will bring her the prophecy I once took to all of the great mothers. If she accepts, we must do all we can to help her. Koyolshauki crossed her arms, still giving Gabriel the stink eye, pero she backed up. What about Sabiduria? Artemis asked, a little bit calmer this time. Sabiduria will approve. As soon as the sun sinks beneath the horizon, I will go, Gabriel answered. Miriam was lying in her bed, staring out the window at Koyolshauki, Artemis, and Diana rising up among the stars when she heard a voice speak to her out of the darkness. Hail, Miriam, full of grace. Sabiduria is with you. Miriam sat straight up and looked over at her doorway to see the Archangel Gabriel, Queen Mother and Messenger of Heaven, standing there. She took in the presence of the archangel, crown on their head, feminine and masculine divinity, fully integrated without division. Gabriel was a little bit out of practice, and they stammered out, Do not be afraid. Why would I be afraid? Miriam asked, smiling. You're Gabriel, aren't you? Her eyes were full of wonder. Yes, the archangel said simply. And you're here about the prophecy, aren't you? I'm going to make a king, a child of Sabiduria. Gabriel tried, really hard, to hide their surprise. Seeing the look on Gabriel's face, Miriam muttered, 
I was raised by las diosas, and still they're surprised by how much I know. She shook her head, then looked back up at Gabriel. I accept, she said calmly. Gabriel began to panic as light started shooting from every corner of the room and into the girl. No, Miriam, you don't, I didn't even... But it was too late. A smile was spreading across Miriam's face, hands over her lower abdomen. Her body was lit by the very power Sabiduria had used to call the universe into being. Except this time, the power wasn't coming from Sabiduria. It was coming from Miriam herself. And just like that, as quickly as it had begun, it was over. The light went away, and Miriam was left sitting on her bed as though nothing had happened. Seeing that Gabriel was still in a state of shock, Miriam laughed and patted a spot next to her on the bed, motioning for Gabriel to sit. A little scared, Gabriel sat. Gabriel, Miriam asked, what do you know about baby names? <sighs> Gabriel was relieved. This should be easy. Um, well, well, I, I know you always want a name followed by a title, Gabriel said. So, how about Emmanuel, Prince of Peace, Mighty Counselor, whose peace has no end? Miriam snorted. <laughs> that is so long. Gabriel found themselves liking Miriam more and more. Well, um, hmm, uh, what about Yeshua? For short? Gabriel suggested. Miriam's eyes lit up. I like it. All right, Yeshua it will be. <laughs> Tia Venus is going to be so mad, Miriam laughed. <laughs> I think she wanted me to make him out of sea foam. Hey. What's this about sea foam? Tia Venus was at the window. I take it she accepted, Inanna asked, pushing Tia Venus out of the way. Yes, Tia, I accepted, Miriam said. We're choosing his name now. Ooh, what about Maclovio Macorino Victor Tomasio III? Coatlicue was enthusiastic. Um, no offense, Tia. Pero we named him Yeshua. Miriam patted Gabriel's arm. Coatlicue looked so betrayed, but she'll get over it. Artemis was firm. We have to figure out what we're going to tell your husband to be. Yeah, what's his name again? Donanzin asked. Yosef, Bridget said. His name is Yosef. Who's going to tell her that that kid is purely hers and not Sabiduria's? Siwakoat whispered. That was the whole point of me being here in the first place. Gabriel had heard her whisper. Now everybody, including Miriam, was looking at Gabriel again. Nervously, Gabriel cleared their throat, deciding to focus on Miriam. <clears throat> Mira. Sabiduria made the cosmos with the same power Tia Venus and Tonanzin taught you how to use, right? Well, that power doesn't explicitly belong to Sabiduria only. 
ISIS and Siwakuat can tell you, they've made people themselves from this same power. ISIS and Siwakuat glared at each other, and then they smiled. Gabriel continued, So, I show up when it is time for humans to use this power. Don't worry, Sabiduria will support you as Sabiduria has supported Las Diosas. You may be human, but you have Las Diosas, you have me, and you will not do this alone. By this point, Las Diosas had all crowded inside of Miriam's room, and before anyone could say anything, Gabriel stood up, turning to Las Diosas. Gesturing at Miriam, they said, Diosas, les presento Miriam of Nazareth, the bravest person I have ever met. Tia Venus was crying, de puro orgullo, and she wasn't the only one. Turning back to Miriam, Gabriel asked, Now, what's your fiancé's name? Yosef? Yes, Miriam answered. I'm pretty sure he's a carpenter. Well, I think it's time I go pay Yosef a visit. And with that, Gabriel flew off into the night. That concludes our story for today. Please join me next time as I continue telling stories about Las Diosas, liberation theology, and the universe. Always say no to pipelines that ruin everybody's day and go sign some petitions that will make your Congress people do something. May you be blessed. May your ancestors rise up around you to guide you. May they speak to you through your blood, your heart, and your spirit. May the sun always shine upon you. May the moon always give you safe haven. May the road always rise up to meet you. And may you always walk in Tloque Nahuaque, which is to walk in balance. This is a goddess story, nothing but a goddess story, nothing but the goddess for me, for you, together.